0: this is our fourth season kickoff. And of course, our theme for this lovely January 2022 is New Year, New Me. We're getting yeah. with exorcisms, y'all. Get with it.
1: Exercising those demons.
0: <laughs> Exercise <laughs> them all out. Get them out. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to You ain't gotta go home, but you can't stay here. Oh.
1: Get <laughs> the hell out. The right? demons saying, hell no, we will right. up. Uh. <laughs>
0: some people get bangs. Some people get possessed. You know what? Who am I to judge?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into this, because, you know, as always, another argument on Fear Street. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with your first point that you always make, Shrein, because I agree with it
0: 100%. It's another all-white cast. Um, yeah. It just, it don't it don't math. The math don't math. You mean to tell me in this movie where we are talking about lawyers and priests and those other people, we can't find no brown people? None, right.
1: not one. Now I will I will point out the one doctor who was uh Middle Eastern, but that's just one out of this whole cast, which is not still not not good, not okay. Like, the numbers ain't on. cute. The numbers is not cute. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I love it's... her voice. Have you you know the one that was like exorcisms are real? And I'm like, Oh, did yeah. you no. read the bedtime stories? <laughs>
0: No, she was the one that's like, I'm going to tell you how I approach this from a scientific standpoint. And they were like, we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. No, she was out here writing books and shit, but she's the only brown person. And they had to like dig her up in the middle of the movie. (laughs) They were
1: like, find find me a doctor. Find me somebody.
0: (laughs) I was like, I couldn't just like naturally have her as one of the lawyers or like the judge. What does it feel like? Somebody. I'm sorry, the district attorney was a, a black man, but he only had like two scenes. So I forgot he was there.
1: Oh, yeah, he's just the one that tells them to hire who they need to hire to. Yeah, he's just yeah. A, yeah.
0: And like some people on the jury, of course, because that's an easy way of sneaking in brown people without giving them lines. And I
1: noticed there were some people in like, the audience again. Easy, yeah. at, 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 I
0: thought extra he said time. audience. <laughs> like it's a
1: play. <laughs> what are they called? The people that watch it. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Tickets to go see this court trial, y'all. It's going down. Listen,
1: this time I would like to sit in on, but I don't Ooh. know that I can stay quiet. It's my problem.
0: Listen, I bring popcorn. I black. Like, you didn't know your husband was doing what? Lies. Lock her up too. Lock her up too. She knew. She had known.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't invite Shrayn out of your court case because nah, we ain't, we're not coofs like that.
0: Hey, <laughs> black, like, is this bitch sipping wine in the gallery? <laughs> yes, I am, Your Honor. Yes, I am.
1: <laughs> if you like some, I have extra.
0: Right? <laughs> but if you a wine box, I just arrived.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. But okay, while acknowledging that this cast is too white, uh, <laughs> I will say I love Laura Lenny. And she is so underrated as an actress. I she's just I, there's not a movie that she's in that I don't like. And I love that she's kind of pivoted to more like directing and producing, which I love because we need more women in that. But, like, I just love her so much.
0: She's always understood the assignment. I feel like this is one of the few times I've seen her in, like, a lead role. And so that's why I, like, watched it the first time I watched it. Like, I've only seen it twice. I watched it once. Someone gave me the DVD because they're like, you like creepy shit. And I was like, yeah, but not this movie specifically. (laughs) Um, And I watched it again for this. So, yeah, I... I wish I liked it more because I think that she's giving. And I also think that Jennifer Carpenter, no relation to John Carpenter, is doing what she can with what she's given. And it's Jennifer not much.
1: Carpenter, I want to know how she does what she does in this movie. Like, is she in Cirque du Because, <laughs> bitch, needs to be. That, the limbo performance while she's reaching for the candles in that church. And when she has a seizure on the floor and the priest and the father pick her up and she's like stiff as a board. You know And I'm like? Right. Girl, you're just doing everything. And I'm loving
0: it. No, when she was pop locking in that church, I was like, I left that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I left her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But look, I want to know what is your, what is her like, exercise? Like, how, what does she do?
0: I just, I I wish she had more to do in this movie because again, like her character's name is in the title. So you think it's going to be about her. And because it happens in court after she's dead, we get lots of like flashbacks and we get lots of like, which one is the real truth? Could it have been this? Could it have been that? And I mean, that could be kind of cool. But also if you say exorcism and I show up and there's no exorcism, I'm upset with you.
1: See, I'm, I'm the exact opposite of that, Sheree. I loved that they did it this way. I think it was interesting and refreshing of a different kind of look at what is an exorcism story. Like how, like what happens after the exorcism? Like what happens to these priests and these people that are involved in the family? Like, especially when it doesn't go well. Cause like, this is one of the few times that like the bitch dies. Like, you yeah. did And <laughs> yeah. again,
0: I think that could have been cool but I think that when you build it up as it's gonna be an exorcism and we show up and there's not an exorcism, it's not the same. Like, had there's been like a little mini series or something, and this was like a chapter in it, that would have been fine. But again, if you if you tell me the bitch is possessed, I want to see her be possessed. I want to see people realize she's possessed. I don't want to see like a couple of glances and then it be explained as if it's a psychosis instead. Which again, like, had it not just, I think it, it was sold as an extra as a movie, and it was not. Um, it's like my issue with The Exorcist. Actually, was that like we spent too much time with people who were not the daughter and the mother living with the situation? <laughs> I'm like, I don't care about the priest's journey to get back to America. I don't care about this other priest is finding out that his mother died. I want to know what's going on with Reagan in this house. So if you say Exorcist, give me an Exorcist.
1: See, I I don't know. I I, I thought it, it really worked for me. I love the whole like explaining the quote unquote real explanation of the supernatural events that you just watched or you're about to see. I I just, I, I thought it was genius. And I can't think of another exorcism film that does this. And I think that's what makes this one so special to me.
0: Part of the reason I was not one of the people who loved The Exorcist 2 and Exorcist 3, to get back into that franchise for a second, is because, again, it strays away from this girl being possessed like I don't care that her and her therapist are doing like weird moon logic while she wears cute pantsuits. I don't care. Put her in the makeup or don't put her in the makeup but don't don't say it's gonna be exorcism. And then the third one it was a police procedural. And I was like we have law and order for that. And I think that's my issue with this movie is that like we we have procedurals on TV. I've watched Criminal Minds because Reed is cute. And I didn't <laughs> come here for that. If I wanted that I go watch Reed be cute.
1: I think and I, I think you're kind of right that this film might have been Advert or sold incorrectly. I think that this film is more of like I think we we probably need to add this, and I think it has been kind of as we've delved in deeper into the genre, but the a subgenre of horror dramas because I think this is what this is. This isn't like a, a flashy, scary film. It's a it's about character and connection and how that can be scary sometimes, and and like the the idea of belief and faith and how that can be turned on its head and be creepy uh yeah so i think that this is definitely a horror drama as opposed to like some other exorcism films that i think are more straight horror
0: and i would be cool with a horror drama that happens during the actual incidents because again like there's i i want the movie that it's not and it's i know it's not fair (laughs) but i think it's part of the reason why it it, the ratings are kind of all over the place is because like you're trying to make fetch happen and fetch is not going to happen these are great performances i'm not saying they're not great performances i'm not saying it's not a cute little story but again you can't say you put exorcism in the title and we don't get that
1: yeah, and I, I, mean, I get that. I think that that, and I do, I do agree that this film is very polarizing. I think most people I talk to either love it or hate it. There's not a lot of like, eh, you know what I mean. But I do, and I do think that I, I think that kind of goes. And I, I think that the the intent behind the film wasn't necessarily to show the exorcism, was to show the the after effects of an exorcism, and so. But I also get why that's not everyone's cup of tea.
0: Yeah, cause like, I'm just gonna read the like ratings real quick. I'm um, Rotten Tomatoes, has a forty four percent. Metacritic gave it a forty six percent, and IMDb has a six point seven.
1: So yeah, it's right. It's like you either love it or you hate it, and that's why there's so. It's like stuck in that middle, forty to fifty percent range.
0: Yeah, and I think what also hurt it is that like it. Because it's loosely, loosely, loosely based on another trial from some woman in Germany, I think, in the 50s. Let me go the Google while I'm over here trying to remember shit so I don't think I'm making shit up. Hold, <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> yeah, Annalise McHale, the true story behind the esthetism of Emily Rose. It was Germany in 1976, this person existed, who this is supposedly based off of, Annalise McHale. And yeah, and so I get that. There's probably some things they wanted to bring forward into this story, when they sort of modernized it. But I think that when you have a subject matter like that, you have to at least change the title. Just change the title. Because, like, had you been, like, the trial of whatever the fuck. Or, like, I don't know. Because they, they have so many cool themes and ideas. Because, like, he's asking people to have faith. And he wants to tell her story. And he, he needs to tell her story. That's what he promised her. That's what he's going to do. And to hell with what happens to him. He doesn't even care. He just wants to tell her a story. And the church is, like, turning his back on him. So there's, like, really cool stuff happening. But because you're waiting for an exorcism that you don't ever fucking get you get hints of it and wisps of it
1: yeah i get that i yeah i, I totally do get that I, I will say just pacing wise this film is nearly two hours long and i know that we <laughs> always say an hour and a half but i feel like it earns most of its time maybe 10 minutes or so could have been cut down there are a couple things could have been shaved off but for the most part i was happy with how it was
0: going Cause you like it, and so you was fine to sit there. I did not; I wasn't having a good time, so I wanted it over. And I had to watch it on Prime with IMDb, and so there were Damn. commercials to make it even longer. And I was so upset. <laughs> My whole Saturday was fucked up. I was like, I'm a drink.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. It didn't bother me. So, but I also get, I yeah, I did enjoy the film, so that kind of helps.
0: <laughs> now like in a perfect world, this story, this case would have been like. Portion, portioned out into like a little like mini series. So we can have this be part of it or like a cool, cool little novel. And maybe there's a novel out there I just don't know about. Yeah, so you can a novel. Yeah, and so you can get those like stories, but you can also like actually get into the exorcism and get into her finding out something that's wrong with her and her journey. Because people talking about what she might've said back then and there, that's not cool. Um, Especially because like so many people interpret what they want to hear. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. I, I, yeah. I mean, because they, they do try an exorcism, but it doesn't work. She just fucking jumps out the window.
0: <laughs> Listen, and then and then she didn't want to do it again. And I was like, that's fair, but give us more, because again, you, you, I would say Jennifer Carpenter gets maybe what fifteen minutes, maybe twenty tops in this whole movie.
1: Yeah, and that's I was Like twenty five, but yeah. Yeah. If it's
0: twenty five, they did not use it well. Because I'm being generous, I think it's less than fifteen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, and I do think it is kind of strange. I, well, because I mean, this is definitely Laurel Lenny's character story. It's not necessarily Emily Rose's story. It's how Emily Rose's story affects Laura. I can't think of Laurel Lenny's. It's Aaron. 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 That's her name, right?
0: Yeah.
1: It's how Emily's story affects Aaron. I and it, you know, that works for me.
0: No. <laughs> I think, that, I think that there's a way of doing that. And it's just, was well, not done in a way that was effective for me. Because I've seen that story before. It's happening to somebody else and has impacted somebody else. Because we have so many dramas where like the person is dead at the beginning or even like the Laramie project um, where these are the circumstances, here's how people are responding to it. And so like there there are ways of doing it. And I just don't know if this one was done as effectively as it could have been. I think that because the cast is like, awesome and on top of it we want to like say it is but like I again I was not really caring if she won this case or not I was not caring what happened to the priest I was like are we not going to get some more like of this family struggling to be like is our daughter possessed how do they get from she's coming home to let's call a priest and get her exercised we don't get those tidbits and
1: that's yeah I get that yeah well it worked for me I totally see where you're coming from I think that can we talk about the prosecutor for a minute because this man? I wanted to slap. I wanted to slap him so many times.
0: I also found him boring because she brings up like he's a churchgoer. So I'm like, oh, is he going to have a battle with this too? But he doesn't. He's no. just like, I believe in rules, and I'm like, well, that's boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and he was rude, just like rude to people. And I'm like, dude, like like when the doctor, the, the Middle Eastern doctor, was talking about her studies and stuff, and he was like, objection. And the judge is like, on what grounds? He's like, silliness. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Maybe you're silly in your little white straight man world. Get out of here.
0: To be fair, though, if I was if I was the other lawyer, and she was like, I brought in a person who's an expert in this thing that does not happen and we do not believe in. I too would be like, Your Honor, I need to approach this bench. Um, and so, like, that's not one of them. I was particularly ir- irked with them about. That's mad. Yeah, because she was. <laughs> You like to pick your heroine and you like to be like, I'm with her no matter what. <laughs> and so like, yeah, I can
1: see that in you. I'm um, not well, I, I also just, <laughs> I yeah, I also just don't like it when people's passion is belittled, even if you don't believe in it, even if you don't agree with it. Like, I don't believe in a lot of religious stuff, but I'm also not going to call you an idiot or silly because you do. You know what I mean? That's just where I come at it.
0: That's good on paper, but if somebody were to like stroll into this like stream yard and be like, "The aliens landed," we would both be like, "Oh, okay."
1: <laughs> be like, "Where are you at?" I'm gonna go see them. I'm gonna go find them.
0: Right. Um, and so, like, there there are no easy winners in this argument. No, um, and that's,
1: that's another reason why I like this film is because it's not easy.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: it's very complicated. Like, it's very. Where do you land? Like, I my no, I have a note that it was like, I, if I were on this jury, I don't know how I would find this case. Like, I really don't know.
0: Because yeah. it does come down to a matter of faith. I mean, like, either you believe this girl was <laughs> possessed and needed this, or you believe she was mentally disturbed and with her medication. One of the things, to circle back to Dr. Adani that I do appreciate, is that she was very clear in that she approaches this as a scientific study, and so we don't even know if she believes in it or not. She just...
1: That's true, yeah.
0: She's doing the research. She's taking the notes. She's watching the data.
1: People said they went even, through it. even in her testimony, she doesn't even say the word possession. She's like the mental state when they're going through this this experience. And then when he, when the prosecutor's like, you mean possession? And she's like, yes, possession.
0: Yeah. And so I, I do love that because I think that a lot of the times these things escalate into arguments is because people can't separate fact from fiction. And so like, I love that this like beautiful brown woman, it's like, this is what the brain does when they go through these things. I'm not saying I believe these things, but the patients believe these things and they happen often. And And, I have enough (laughs) research to put a book together.
1: (laughs) And I mean, that's part, that's partly what science is right. To talk about what we don't know and how those affect the, what we do know, you know, and I, yeah, I found her testimony really compelling because it was just also something I felt like was missed. If this priest is, uh, what is he charged with?
0: I think it was manslaughter and then it was reduced to something or yeah.
1: It was like, um, he didn't take care of her or whatever it is. Neglect? Uh, neglect or something like that. But it's like, okay, but she was with her parents and her parents wanted this to happen. So like... Aren't they equally as culpable?
0: She's also 19. And that's my issue is that we never take consideration of what the women want, which is like Britney Spears just got free in 2021 because right. we don't listen to women. And so like, you're just like, oh, no, a man needs to own you, which is why she did not have control over her like money and shit. And that just it's, it's wild. In 2021, Britney Spears is finally freed.
1: It's wild. Yeah, no, it's crazy.
0: And so, of course, this girl coming from, like, bumfuck nowhere from a small family (laughs) who's sent home because she might be having seizures or she might be possessed doesn't have any agency. And I think it's another reason I'm urged that we don't get to, like, see her actually live these things and actually, like, experience these things and make her own connections. Because, like, the only moment we ever get to see her make an actual choice even is towards the end where she says she's talking to Mary.
1: Yeah. And
0: I'm like, how much more powerful would it have been, though, to see her have actual agency at any other point in this movie?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. And I think that, I again, I just think that maybe it was just sold incorrectly. The title is wrong.
0: Yes. Because this I, is
1: definitely Aaron's story. And I think Aaron definitely has tons of moments of agency. Like when her boss says, if you put him on the stand again, you will be fired. Like you're not going to yeah. work again. And she's like, well, she struggles with it, but then she ultimately decides, yes, I'm going to put him back on the stand.
0: And I love to see a complex um, shark of a woman have a battle with faith because that's something that women don't normally get. That's always a um, white male narrative. And so, I mean, yeah, she's a white woman, but at least <laughs> we're mixing it up a little bit. Um, and so I thought that was cool. But also it just because it's in a movie that I thought was not going to be the movie. I was like, oh, because again, like <laughs> if you say exorcism, I expect exorcism. It's like we say football. I don't show up. I expect football. So if y'all doing ballet after you say football, why are you lying?
1: I wanna now I want to see a ballet at a football game. Listen.
0: <laughs> I bet you it's fierce as fuck.
1: I bet it is. I'm excited. Somebody, somebody choreographed that. Listen here. Right. Um <laughs> I so something else I thought was really successful and strong with this film was the environment that it created. Because like to this day and I'm not exaggerating As I watched this when it came out in when the 2007 6 early 2000s when this came out I to this day
0: 2005,
1: 2005 if I wake up anytime within the 3am hour I am anxious as fuck I am like oh my god okay don't don't look over there don't look over there I can't do it and they did it with very little they they created this environment with very little special effects with very little uh, CGI. There were those moments where Emily's walking through the street and the people's faces dissolve and like make weird shit. Like that was really the only few, one of the few times there was any like CGI stuff happening, and, and it it really worked for me clearly because it's been how many almost twenty years and I'm still like, <laughs> I'm <freeing. laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs>
0: saw so, I me mean, yet yeah, i did not appreciate that little tidbit about 3 a.m um <laughs> because it's like i'm already nervous about midnight and I'm already nervous at 1 a.m because like time zone changes um, and now i gotta worry about three so like there's a whole five hour chunk in the night where i'm usually awake i'm like oh no oh no i'm in danger oh um,
1: uh, yeah like oh that 3 a.m y'all don't do it i did do not
0: because like That's one of the other things that this movie did is it did give me a bunch of like random stuff I did not know, like random factoids. (laughs) Like how 3 a.m. became the real witching hour. I was like, I did not need to get up into that. I was homeschooled and I forgot what I forgot for
1: reasons.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that I questioned was her college friend, Jason, who stayed with her through everything. Like he watched her pop lock in the church and then stayed with her. And drove her home and was there for parts of the exorcism that went wrong. Yeah. Oh, and his friend.
1: It did. Well, I didn't I didn't get that. I kind of suspected, granted they don't tell us, that he knew her before college. Like, they've been friends for a long time. Like, because his father, her father was really, like, fine with him. Or it seemed like they were, that he knew him. Um, I mean,
0: if you bring home your possessed child, I guess you, you bond over that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, at one point they're they're sleeping together because he says that he was in bed with her and she woke because she asked him to stay with him with mm-hmm. her because her roommate left for the weekend or whatever, and he woke up at three a.m. and bitched on the floor. Pop locking. Bye.
0: Bye. At first, I thought he was the boy she wrote that one woman about. I don't know that woman and not why she's related, but like she wrote that one woman that she met a boy at a dance and she liked him. And I thought this was Jason, but they, I, we don't know because we never get to see her live her life. Like literally, people talk about her and what she said to them. And it's just, it's not as spicy as seeing her be like, oh, I'm at a dance. I met a boy. I'm getting out from under this like weird religious rule. But instead, we're like, oh, you did have a good time for you were possessed. Cool, cool, cool. is this the boy? We don't know. Cause I thought he was, but he, he very much said he's her friend. And I was like, are you saying you're her friend? Are you saying you're her friend? Um, But we don't get to know. We never get to know.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't, I think part of that too is that they're so young that like they could have been, you know, but they weren't, but they could they were, you know what I mean? You like, we've been in those places where like, are we dating? I kind of think we're dating. Maybe we should have this conversation. <laughs> they just then. haven't have a chance because bitch got possessed.
0: Right? But also, like, how do you tell your next girlfriend your last one was possessed and died?
1: Well, you know, that's probably on the fourth or fifth date. But I don't, I don't suggest starting off with that no. first date. By the way, I got a story to tell you.
0: What do you say to the person who's like, oh, yeah, it did work out for me and my last person? Um, <laughs> funny story. They was possessed. Uh, the assistant didn't work out and so I saw, I saw her
1: eating some spiders
0: she yeah. wrote a cute note though and the priest got off so it's fine <laughs> 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 he didn't go to jail so it's right it's fine yep. right it's like excuse me I'm leaving this shit <laughs> <laughs> like do you just board it up do you join like the priesthood are you just like I'm done
1: <laughs> join the priesthood right <laughs> right I- <laughs> uh, that scene where she's, the, she's on the floor eating them spiders, I nearly vomited. I was like, what?
0: I don't like spiders. I don't
1: either, especially not eating <clears throat> them.
0: Also, her sister kicked in again. Her, if her sister yelled Emily one more time, so fucking help me, I'm like, do she have no other lines?
1: <laughs> None. She's the only one she can memorize. Uh,
0: <laughs> Brendan is shitting, you not be able to do nothing and yelling Emily. And I'm like, are you going to exorcise this demon? Then get back outside. Also, if
1: I'm a parent and I have a possessed child upstairs and some, like the, someone, I think the priest was there or whatever, I'm not going to send my youngest daughter to go get her. I'm going to go get her myself because who fucking knows what this little girl's going to walk in on.
0: Listen, also, why are we still in the house with our possessed child? Like, as a family unit, why are we still in the house with her and her six demon friends inside of her?
1: Oh, also, in that scene where the-
0: the daughter
1: goes up to get her. She's eating the spiders. <laughs> this sends me every time. It got me the first time. It got me this time. Every time I watch this. So she turns around and the daughter sees the spiders and the daughter screams. And then Emily Rose like looks at it. It looks like she's mocking her. And she's I, You're not going to see me on the podcast, but it's like, she, like, makes this screaming face, and I'm like, that's so rude!
0: Right? She was oh, like, I sorry. have to make all ten minutes of my screen time count. Oh.
1: It's so petty, and I'm just like, "That, I was, that's a mood. I was that is a mood.
0: And, and that's why we shouldn't be in a house with an unrestrained possessed woman, because, like, like, they just let she, her roam free, and I was like, oh uh, no.
1: Why was she not tied down? Now, granted, which they did tie her down for the exorcism that she broke out the ropes real quick and punched that dude in the face and then jumped out a window so maybe listen, they couldn't tire that i don't listen, know
0: listen all i know is i would not be there and if i had to be anywhere in that city there would be rules and boundaries like what <laughs> so we are all vaccinated in my apartment we are all vaccinated but we had a covid scare last week and the way the mask went back on and the doors went to be closed like i know like somebody like i'm possessed and i'm living with them if i'm if i'm not fucking with covid i ain't fucking with demons and so like (laughs) we just i I needed more urgency from them because they were like we'll call a priest and we'll just have dinner while we wait like no we won't (laughs) she said she got six friends in her (laughs) and she pop lock and upstairs eating spiders and you're just cool with it
1: (laughs) this hey you know who was smart the horses in that barn You went to that barn and horses said, I got it, bitch, I got to go. I got to get out. (laughs) I know it's storming outside, but I got to go.
0: (laughs) The horses is like, this is white nonsense. I want no part of it. (laughs) Fix your family in your own time. I'm leaving. You
1: ain't riding us no more. Right? Also, why they got
0: horses? What kind of farm was this? I didn't understand what kind of farm it was.
1: They never really go into that because they've got horses in a barn, but they don't really, I mean, I'm assuming like wheat or like crops of some kind, not like a ranch or something.
0: I just, I don't, I know nothing about these people other than they made choices and <laughs> their kid went to school and is the first one to go to college, which is gonna fuck up the other ones. Cause it's gonna be like, well, your sister went to college and you see how that turned out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> True. True. They never talk about what happened to the sisters. Like, did they just stay at home forever? What? And, and that's that- what.
0: And again, that's my issue: is that like I want to know how these six demons affect the family and the person they they inhabit in, and we don't ever get that. Instead, we see this trial, <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, you 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 missing you missing the lead right
1: there." <laughs> yeah, I, I loved it. I, I like the trial. I like that whole thing. But I also get that that's just not the movie that it was. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like I one of my notes is literally, I think this would have worked better as not a film. Like, had it been like a novel, had it been a graphic novel, had it been a play, had it been a miniseries, had it been a TV series? This would be
1: a really fun stage adaptation. Now, great, you'd have to have more tech than some of the other ones we've talked about. But, like, this would be a fun stage adaptation.
0: You'd also have to change the title. Because, again, if you say exorcism and I show up and you're no exorcism, we're going to fight outside in the lobby. (laughs) Don't let me show up and see a trial when you say exorcism.
1: I'm going to write a play. And it's going to be called The Life of somebody and sheree you're gonna walk in the first thing she's dead <laughs>
0: <laughs> you better make it spicy because again like if you if you kill if you killed a bitch the top of the thing i'm like oh where are we going from here you can't be like ha ha we got your money you gotta be like no there's some spooky shit because again i i love i love a horror drama like our reviews say that because like you was all like i don't fuck with this like my heart can't be eaten unless you tell it to. Art, shut up! <laughs> <And>
1: I'm <don't, laughs> Not a fan. I mean, I did rewatch it, but I did not right? like it the first time.
0: Like it, it is on my top ten list um, from last year because it's 2022. But I, this one just didn't do it for me. And I think again, it was because it was missold. I know people talk about Jennifer's body being missold, but I feel like this is another one that <laughs> is cursed for not being sold correctly.
1: Yeah, I, I no, I can, I can, I can get that that it wasn't. But yeah, the film itself, I love.
0: Like it's fine. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I won't watch it again because we've covered it, so I don't have to re- watch it again ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I did remember this being sold as a true story. We're talking about how it was sold.
1: I don't remember that either.
0: I and again, Granted, like it was
1: nearly two decades ago, so like I don't remember a lot of that. <laughs>
0: 2005 was a while ago, but I don't remember anybody being like, it's based on true story, because they were lying to us all the time back then. They were like, the Blair Witch is real footage. I'm like, no, it's not. These actors have other movies. Uh, and so the fact that nobody was like, it's based on true story, based on real events, because that, that's what shook me at the end, because I was like, this movie's boring. And no title cards were up. I'm like, oh, no! <laughs> Stage it! Stage it all right now! <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> and that's the scariest part of the movie for me.
1: Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- yeah, it was really the title cards at the end talking about the, again, the effects, the legacy of Emily Rose's story and how like her, her grave is like a, a shrine to people who come, Oh, shrine's not the right word, but I can't think of what it is, but a place for people to go who believe in like those types of things. And the fact that the priest after the court case went like into seclusion yeah. And anytime anyone's tried to make him have him make a statement about it or try to get him to go and appeal his conviction, he said it's not for human courts. And I'm like, I I, I really like those the end title cards. So it was really interesting.
0: They were the scariest part because I it was all fun and game, said so like this is based on some true shit. I'm like, what? You didn't SVU me. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: I do think it was more effective for them being at the end than at the beginning. So if it was at the beginning, it would have set you up a little differently than putting them at the end.
0: I think had it been at the beginning, though, I would have forgiven some of my issues with the movie, because I would be like, oh, you're trying to tell a real, or supposedly real story. Sort of like The Conjuring sets us up to be like, and Lorraine are real people. Don't forget. And so everything has a, like, a little bit more of a hint of this is creepy. Um, whereas if that wasn't there, it'd be like, oh, these are cool practicals, and these are cool effects, and I love these two hot leads. Um <laughs>
1: Well it looks so old. You,
0: right? But you go in being like, is this one of the ones that wasn't disproven, or is it one of the ones that was disproven? I don't know. I'm in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I see that too. That's a good yeah. point.
0: No, I think that I, I just find it funny they didn't advertise with that, especially because like it it, it <laughs> the the ratings and the reviews are all over the place, but like also really low, which is confusing with a cast like this because this cast is like on top of it. I think the weakest link was the prosecuting attorney because he was very one note under his mustache. Um, But everybody else was trying (laughs) stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I think the the ratings are so low because it is such a polarizing movie and and probably because it wasn't, like what you said, it's not the movie some people expected it to be.
0: And it was also part of the early aughts when we were definitely in a certain phase of horror. Yeah. So like slashers were king, um, people were trying to keep in with a little bit of like body invasions and stuff like that. But like nobody was doing like horror dramas about older white people. That was not the moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, because like Black Christmas was the next year, the remake. And like yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like we were we were still waiting around for another scream, weren't we?
1: Yeah, well we were this was after Scream Three. Scream three is two thousand.
0: But the rumors had started that Scream Four would be happening oh. already. And people like, where yeah. is it? Where is it? Where is it? And it wasn't right. for like another seven years, but still <laughs> So right. like this was after the genre had just like got a new like haircut and a little nip tuck and so like <laughs> well, Yeah, <laughs>
1: this, was- and this was at the time the genre was really about go- a lot of gore. I think, was yeah. it Saw recent like right around this yeah. time? Yeah,
0: like New Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. Yeah. Um, all of those were like popping off. It was a very, uh, it was a very greenwashed world. Because yeah. <laughs> they were rebooting this, shit with the greenwash.
1: <laughs> right, and this movie, I mean, there's no, there's no gore. There's no blood and guts. There's no stab. There's no like yeah. chase scene or whatever. It's just about a girl and a court case.
0: I think if this movie came out in, like, the 70s or the 80s, or even the early 90s, it would have done better because back then people had more patience for these kind of movies. And, the, and so it wouldn't have been as polarizing from the critics. I mean, I would still feel half feel today because I tell people their classics are trash all the time. But, like, <laughs> I think the critics would have been more uniform because though that's what was big back then is seeing, like, lawyers and doctors oh, have yeah, these like, conversations. I went
1: to the lambs kind of world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And now we're like, we don't want that unless it's Hannibal. <laughs> and Hannibal had to make a real game. <laughs> I, <it's> so <laughs> I was like, make that fool, but also hold him. Okay, I'm in.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's a whole new world.
1: <laughs> it's a whole, a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I just, <laughs> I just keep going back to what I think is the most the the best thing about this film for me is that at the end of it I was trying to I was thinking to myself if I'm sitting on that jury how um how would I take like how would I take this case and I I have no idea because they both have their points like and and I guess I would have sided with the defense because it's the prosecution's job to make me believe without a shadow of a doubt and clearly I have doubts
0: I have so much doubt. I got so much doubt. Viola Davis, and Meryl Streep walk through. <laughs>
1: okay, Meryl, <laughs> calm down, Meryl. <laughs>
0: I have so much doubt. No, but I I, I keep thinking about that because I think that that is probably the spiciest thing from the actual movie, not the title cards. Is what I have been convinced or what I have not had been convinced? Because again, you're dealing with people's beliefs versus things that you may or may not have experienced. And it, because faith is one of those things that is so dividing. I feel like, because it's religion and politics. Those are the two things that we're like, never talk to people about them. And I'm like, I want to know right now where you voted. I'm um, <laughs> like, we're those are the to talk polar- Right, we're gonna talk about it right here, right now. Um, <laughs> but those are the two polarizing things, especially in this particular country. And so I think that, because you're gonna have people in that jury who do believe, and you're gonna have people in that jury that don't believe. You're going to have agnostics, which are on the fence about it all. And so it's it's a wash. Like, I don't know how you would ever get them to all agree.
1: Yeah. Honestly, what what kind of would have sold me was her closing statement, which she was like, I don't know. But they want you to say this is fact. And I can't tell you that it's fact. So I don't know. And I was like, be right, girl. I don't know.
0: And it also gets into the murky territory of sort of like dictating what people believe in and their practices. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't get me wrong, the girl died, so they need to be investigated. But like, as a rule, it's very much of a, I can't tell you what to believe and how to believe.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Yeah, because there's, there's so many different religions, and there's so many different kinds of faith, and there's so many different ways of practicing. And so I don't people come after my witchy friends, I people come after my friends who believe in other things from other places. And so like, it, it, it again, like people shouldn't die in your religion, that's not ideal. <laughs> um, So I think but that, I that also-
1: is... I also don't think that she died. Like it's different if someone accidental or like dies. Like like you're right. There needs to be an investigation to fit to make sure that there wasn't nefarious like cult like shit happening where you know controlling things are going on. But like if the belief just gets out of hand and mental health happens, and, and there, would she have died if if the religion wasn't involved? Maybe. I mean, you know, yeah. the medicine wasn't helping her because they said that she was taking her medicine up until she had the exorcism. And so this was still happening.
0: They think the pills are part of the reason that the demons were not exercised at the exorcism.
1: Right. That's what the that one doctor said. Yeah. And yeah.
0: I... I not this No. Means. And because, again, that's a that's a way of the system and your faith facing you at the same time because they don't work together. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because... Usually when somebody dies, that's when it's like, full stop, prosecute somebody. But also, if she, we don't get time with her, so we don't know if she really did firmly believe this or if they're lying to us and she wrote these letters or who wrote the letters because there's six people living inside of her. And so, like, we if we had more time with her, maybe I could make a better case, but we don't. And maybe that's the whole point of not having her navigate this for us is by having other people navigate it so we don't know where we fall. Because if I'm watching this bitch go through it, I'm going to be like, I'm with her. Whatever she says she wanted is what she got.
1: Um, Right. So
0: maybe maybe that's part of it, and maybe this is more of a question than a statement in this title.
1: Oh, I get that. I don't. I don't think it would have been as effective. It would have. It would not have been an easier sell with it being a a question mark for the time that it came out in. For all the other reasons we said earlier, but like it would have been an interest. It would have made it more of what I think the intention of the film was.
0: Yeah, because was it an exorcism or was it just helping a person in a psychosis? right to their end
1: right and even at one point the priest even says like i never, i told her to continue seeing her doctors like i never told her to stop seeing her doctors i did advise her to stop taking the medicine because it wasn't working but mm-hmm. like i never told her to stop seeing medical professionals
0: and that also gets murky because like you you go to these people because you are part of their flock and they advise you because you ask them these questions, but like, what thing should they not be advising, and what thing should they be advising on? Because he had no way of knowing the pill was not going to help her. <laughs> that was just dumb luck. Um, but also, like, it's, it's it's also murky, and there's so many questions, and there's no easy answers. And that is something I do enjoy about this movie: is that there are no easy answers, even though it needed to be much, much quicker.
1: <laughs> I will also say, and because I, I want to put this out there before we get the hot takes, because I'm sure we're getting close to that, but like. You know me, Sheree. I am the last person to defend a Christian <laughs> priest or a, religion, a Christian person because I have been fucked over by the church so many damn times and Christian people so many damn times. And so the, for me to go into this film and come out of it being like, I don't know, even kind of astounding.
0: Even this podcast, I was defending and not defending both sides. Right. Um, just even right. in this last 41 minutes. Because I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm like, I am like Aaron. I don't know. <laughs> but right. what I do know is, it, it, it's complicated and life is complicated. And yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many cases where if I were in the jury, I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I, yeah, for sure.
0: <sighs>
1: Shall we get to some hot takes?
0: Let's get hot.
1: It's getting hot in here so we're going to keep on all all our clothes. Okay. It
0: (laughs) is winter in (laughs) Minneapolis.
1: All right, hot takes. So my hot take is, I feel like this film is another in a long list of horror films that deserve more recognition than it gets. I do agree that the time that it came out did not help it. The title did not help it, and the way it was sold did not help it. But I think that the performances, the script the storytelling, the physicality is all so strong. I'm so here for it. And Laura Linney needs her flowers, as does Jennifer Carpenter, who are both fantastic in this film.
0: I love that journey for you. (laughs) Thanks. My hot take is I wish there were some scares or something worth talking about. Because I mean, we we meandered into some big questions, but like also, is that enough for like the typical popcorn theater goer to be like, I want to talk about philosophy now. Or do we want something we want to talk about? Or do we want something we want to like dissect? And I hate that I can't like this movie because of that. Because again, like I could have read an article and walked away with the same questions. I need to give up two hours.
1: <laughs> Another argument on Fear Street, folks. <laughs>
0: fights on fears, fights on fears. But hey,
1: (laughs) listeners, let us know in the comments like, what side would you have been on?
0: Yeah, if you know how you was going to vote, let me know and walk me through your thought
1: process. We can put a poll out on Spotify and see if anybody votes on it.
0: I will not put out a poll on Spotify saying, would you send this priest to jail? Because that's how you get weird DMs. that's
1: true. Well, let us know in the comments, y'all, if you would have sided with the prosecution or the defense. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so that is our argument about the existence of, <laughs> of Emily Rose Hope you all enjoyed it Thanks for listening Next week we'll be covering Metamorphosis
0: And that's going to continue this month of New Year, New Me <laughs> New Year, New Me New Year, New Me Hey, hey. I got some bangs I got some friends. <laughs> I got some friends
1: <laughs> new Year, new Year, new Year.
0: <laughs> They all possessed
1: <laughs> By <Buff your> Fierce Stevens. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, that's all we know for now.
1: <laughs> all right. As always, everyone out there, make sure you stay fierce out there.
0: Mm, bye.